We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sashir. How's it going? Pretty good. Can't. Well, I can complain. Oh, I wonder why that became a phrase. Like, I'm doing can't great. Complain. Can't complain. And it's like, well, we we all could. <laughs> I guess it's like trying to like present positivity. Like, I you know, n- not a care. Everything's good over here, which is like mm-hmm. never true. There's always a complaint. There is something's going wrong. They're lying to themselves. Yes. Just lying to themselves. They're lying to other people. They're lying to themselves. They're not being yeah. real. Yeah. Like, I could complain about this. I need to get my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh can't seem to make an appointment. <laughs> because it's just a thing, another thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I could complain about the bees some more, but I feel like I've filled up so many episodes about these damn bees. <laughs> Let's get one more in. <laughs> I... <laughs> sent you a screenshot uh-huh. so we had another um person come by i thought she was good she was very like witchy and like one with the bees mm-hmm. and i was like wow she must know what she's doing she flipped out <laughs> on me <laughs> it was nuts so she like uh so she took the hive out patched it up didn't like f- didn't actually patch up the hole in the wall mm-hmm. because that's not in her job description but okay So Mm -hmm. then I had, then I was going to have my contractor patch up the wall. And he's like, well, I would patch it up, but there's still bees here. And I was like, that's a great point. So I told her, hey, bees are still here. Mm -hmm. What, what do we do? And she's like, (laughs) she she was like, well, it needs to be patched ASAP. And I was like, I hear you, but my contractor doesn't want to get up there. And she's like, I mean, it just needs to be patched ASAP. And so, and her tone was like a little curt. So I was Mm -hmm. like, can I call you? I don't want things to get lost in translation. I don't think I. You know when you're talking to someone and it, they, it feels like they think this is a fight? And I'm yes. like, I, I'm not even at that level yet. I'm just trying to get rid of the bees. So mm-hmm. I called her and I was like, hey, yeah, I just, I don't think he's comfortable. He's not a bee person. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think she forgets, like, not everyone's comfortable just brushing the bees away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he can get a broom and brush them away and then just, like, patch it up. And I was like, yeah, I don't think 
he's going to do that. Uh So how can we make sure the bees go away? Also, like while she was here, it was she was it was like (laughs) a little loopy. She was like really comfortable with the bees and kept being like, come look at what the hive is doing. Like, look at what I did over here while she had these welts on her face. And I'm like, they're they're stinging you. Like, you're you're supposed to be the one that's like, it's so easy with them and can handle mm-hmm. them. And I'm like, your face looks fucked. <laughs> I'm not coming over there. And then my man was standing over there and she's explaining like, you know, if you wear white or something light, they they don't really react. For some reason, I, I can't remember the reason she said, but if you're wearing like black or something, uh, they don't like that because it reminds them of a bear and that's mm-hmm. their natural enemy. And my man is like in a black hoodie and she's like, well, come over here. And I'm like, he looks like a bear. Um, And she was like, I'll leave this box here and the bees will collect in there. And they were like, "Okay, so where are you going to leave the box? And then by the time we're like asking that, she's like, actually, they're not going in the box. I'm going to take the box. And I was like, "Okay, I'm confused as to what the next step is. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so she leaves and the bees kind of left. And then I was like, oh, this is great. And then she was like, okay, then I guess my job's done. And I was like, well, they're not like completely gone. They've kind of left, but there's Mm -hmm. like still some stragglers here. And uh, and then I text her, the, the contractor won't patch the thing up, and she's like, well, here's some spray that you can buy online mm-hmm. and then spray it yourself, and then the bees won't like the smell of it. It's not, like, toxic. It's just, like, it smells mm-hmm. bad to them. And I was like, okay, I don't understand why you can't do this. But she's like, I'm just so slammed. I'm so slammed this week. And I was like, I feel like you got to finish the job. All right, fine. <laughs> So I ordered the stuff. It came a week later. We sprayed it. We doused the area. And then the bees were still there. I sent her mm-hmm. a video of what was happening. And she and then she's just like, my man looked at the text and he was like, it seems like she was being more defensive than angry. But but I was watching the speed at which the texts were coming in. So it seemed like she was angry. And she was like, you guys didn't do what I said. You did the exact opposite of what I told you to do. You waited too long. And now the bees started another hive. And I was like, the bees are doing the exact same thing they've been doing when I sent you the first video. Uh So why now is it like the bees are getting in there and they're starting a new hive? When when you first saw the video, it was, I patched it up, they're not getting in there. So I was like, I don't understand what the difference is. And I was like, well, what do we do from here? I kept just trying to be like, what's the next step? What do we do? Mm -hmm. And she kept being like, this is your fault. I did the best I could. It felt like there was some other issues going on because... Uh Like it was, it seemed like very personal. Like I did the best I could. And I was like, I'm not commenting on your work. I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to get these fucking bees out of here. And, uh, and she's like, I I told you about my friend who could patch it up when there were a few bees there. Chad, do you remember Chad? And I was like, who the fuck is Chad? I've literally never heard you say Chad before. And she's like, I said it. I have an, I, I don't, I've never seen this word before. Eidetic, eidetic memory. She's like, I guess like a, like a, like a photographic really memory. Photographic memory. She's like, I, I was standing here. I was pointing at the roof. I said, someone needs to patch this up. My friend Chad could do it. And I was like, I don't remember this conversation. It's And I was like, I'm not challenging you. It's possible you said this. <laughs> Maybe you said it while we were near the hive. And it was really hard for me to like retain information because I was trying to get away from the bees. But also like... Text me Chad's number anyway. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, or or when I was like, hey, my contractor won't get up there because there's bees still there. That would have been a great time to also mention uh-huh. Chad and say, my guy will do that. It was just very strange. And um, 
upsetting. I was like kind of shaking for like a couple hours. I was like, this woman is yelling at me. <laughs> oh no. But I also like, and I wanted to tell her like, you're being unprofessional, but I was like, I think I just need to end this conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think, I think there's no way to, to I think she's gone. Um, and so I was like, so are you done with this project or should I go to other people to, to help? And she said, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> wow. So you still have beef. I still have beef. And I have a hole in my wall. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and it's on the outside? It's on the outside. So it's like a hole in the stucco? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's uh, it's bad. But I did reach out to the, the TikTok bee lady okay. again. I think I told you. So we both are at the same agency. Mm-hmm. I hit up my agent's <laughs> and- <laughs> Which is a very crazy statement <laughs> to say. <laughs> Me and the TikTok bee lady, we have the same agent. So I figured the TikTok bee lady could just come over and take my bees. You know, as a favor to our agent. <laughs> well, I just want to get funny. in contact with her because, like, maybe she can come. Maybe she can give advice, something. Um, but she's in Texas. So, like, who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, the first time I reached out, my agents were like, is this serious? Mm-hmm. Which is also <laughs> which is a funny response, too, because, like, you know me. I'm not a prankster. I'm not like out here being like, it'd be so crazy to see how my, my agents would react to this. I'm like, no, I have a B problem. <laughs> and I want to see this lady who come. Um, and so I they I don't know. It just like got lost in the ether. And I, and I was like, this is timely. I'm going to contact somebody else here. And then and now I'm like, I need to hit up everybody. So, so I reached out to my agents again. I was like, did anyone contact her? And they're like, oh, no, we didn't have the right people CC'd. So they did reach out. Um, she is in Texas, but oh. she was like, she will talk to me on the phone. So okay. we're, I'm going to talk to this lady. Hopefully she'll be able to like, at, le- at least have insight on what is happening. This is a but, real, this is, this is an ongoing saga. It's, it's bad. And then people were like tweeting, um, like, cause they've been listening to the saga mm-hmm. <laughs> on the podcast and we're and tweeting me articles of like, a woman who had like 10,000 bees in her home or something like that. And like, they, they keep coming back. They just like her house and they're like, this might be your house. And I was like, don't do that to me. I don't want to think that, that these bees are just going to never leave. People love to do stuff like that. Oh, here's a problem you talked about. Here's a worse problem. Do you want to see that? No, I don't want to see that. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to compare my house to this lady's house where bees will Never leave? No, you will get rid of the bees. The bees yeah. will leave. This yeah. will be okay. Yeah. Dang. <sighs> Welcome to home ownership. Totally. Yep. A fun thing where it's like, uh, you gotta deal with bees. I gotta deal with bees. I may have closed an animal under my house. <laughs> because there was this hole under the stairs and I forgot to be like, before you seal it, you have to see if there's somebody in there. Yeah. And the other day I heard like scratching. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, and I like walked outside and I was like, I don't hear it. I walked back inside and heard scratching and I was like, oh my God, somebody's there. These are the stairs in your house? Yeah, in the back. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I hope I hope nobody's under there. I I, I, just, 
Because <laughs> he's going to die. And it might, like, I, I really, I don't want it. No. Because then that's the problem. Not. And then, oh, God. <sighs> and then a rat died in my, uh, the motor to my, oh, the gate yeah. to my garage. I remember. Ugh. It's so, he was living there. But then I was like, so you're living in the motor and you're shitting and peeing in your house? Hmm. Or well, is this you just shouldn't your... pee in your house? Well, I guess I do, but I like it goes somewhere. Hmm. Hey, what are you collecting it for? What? <laughs> and then uh, John said he just left the dead rat in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I was like, power move. Show the other rats what happens. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> this could be you. Don't set up shop here. Yeah. Don't fucking come here. We don't want you. So now. <laughs> I guess maybe it's like a faulty thing with the design of this fucking product. But now I just have bricks stacked up against the hole that the rat got in. Hmm. And I'm like, well, uh, I'd love to another just way. cover it with something. But yeah. like I Googled it and I can't like, what do you Google? Aftermarket hole plugger so no rat comes in? Yes, that's hmm. what I Googled. And hmm. I'll tell you, there was no results. Yeah, I can't imagine there would be. Damn. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, wildlife is coming to my house. I had raccoons washing their hands in mm -hmm. the pool. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were really cute. But then they left. They haven't come back. Yeah, uh, like, we're they, done here. Yeah, they were like, oh, this lady screaming raccoons. Hmm. <laughs> uh oh, I see. They're like, we want to do this in private. Yeah, we don't, we don't want this. This is bad. <laughs> but when they were caught, they were very funny. They were just like, kind of startled and looked at me. And I was like, well, you have to go. And they're like... <laughs> With their little hands. They're very cute. Yeah. Some wildlife is cute. Yes. Some has to go. Well, they have to go because I think they eat dogs. I don't want them to eat Clyde. Raccoons? I think they eat dogs. Did I make that up? Hmm. Coyotes eat dogs. That's the, But those are very different animals. So maybe raccoons eat dogs. No. Hmm. Because coyotes eat dogs, yeah. maybe raccoons eat dogs. Sure, that's that. Was They're my not logic. even close to the same animal. Mm, okay. <laughs> Wait, Kimmy's nodding her head. Um, a healthy raccoon. This is from the Humane Society. A healthy raccoon is unlikely to pick a fight with a dog, but dogs okay. will chase raccoons, and so often, if anything, raccoons are victims of dog attacks. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I was technically right to keep my dog away from the raccoon. Yeah, Clyde could have eaten a raccoon. Yeah, that I buy. Clyde is so hungry at all times. <laughs> He's true. so hungry. <laughs> like yesterday, I was eating a salad, and he was staring at me, and I was like, I don't even think you want this. You don't want a salad? Like, I didn't even you're want eating salad. it. <laughs> yeah. You look like you're having a good time eating it. I want to have a good time. <laughs> Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. 
Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Um, I learned how to make egg cups on my own. Oh, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm like, getting pretty good at it. Oh, nice. It's hard to cook for yourself. Yeah, it is. It's so hard. Gotta find a nice little husband to cook for me. Mine's about to go out of town soon. I don't know what the heck I'm going to do. Where's he going? He's going on tour. Oh, how long is he going for? Like two months. Dang! But also, so am I. Well, I'll be in Atlanta for the summer. Who's going to so- air out the house? This is honestly a great question. Do you want to come over and air out the house? I'll come over and air out your house. <laughs> Turn on some water. Yeah, I'll do that. Open some doors. Yeah. Because you, somebody has to do that. You got to keep the toilets flushing. Mm-hmm. And the it's water's true. turning. Someone, oh, um, we had Orkin come by to, like, spray. And they sprayed before we even moved in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, if the house has been sitting too long, and no one's using the pipes uh, for months little critters can get in the pipes. <gasps> Ew, no, and then come in your house? 
Yeah, which <gasps> probably is what happened because we, we the house had been sitting here for like a month or so before we moved in, uh-huh. and and so we was you know we're trying to take showers and there's like silverfish and nasty looking like centipedes and stuff crawling all over the place. Silverfish are so gross. They're so I don't gross. like them. I know. It's, and they, I, they, I don't even think they do anything. They just like look ugly. Wait, Kimmy, can you Google what silverfish do? What the heck do they do? Yeah, what the heck do they do? <laughs> Why are they here? What are they doing? Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, I had them in my office because my mm-hmm. office was like storagey and just a ton of just stupid shit out in here. Um, so when I moved everything out, they were like, Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah! <laughs> the lights, like, the big lady. <laughs> oh, uh, while silverfish are harmless to the human body, they do cause damage to clothing, oh. books, papers, food in pantries, and wallpaper. Oh no! <gasps> silverfish leave small holes in materials. They bite and may also cause yellow staining. Ew! Dang! Ooh! Uh, wait! Click on. Are silverfish a sign of a dirty house? Someone was concerned. Oh. Because it's one of the top Googles. I'm going to guess no, right? Because it says they're sensitive to moisture and need humidity. So they're um, mm. attracted to humid, damp conditions. You find them often in bathrooms, kitchens, and laundry. So that's mm. usually what gets them in. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they're just so nasty. And then when you squish them, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Or they, like, yeah. they just turn into dust. Mm-hmm. They uh they were in my downstairs bathtub. So I was like, oh, I should probably just like turn on the bathtub every week because I, I don't use it that often. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the things you find. The things you find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just glad that none of the critters have figured out how to get to my farm. Yeah, it's I, a great thing. Yeah, I, I don't think they figured it out. I'm going to, like, keep sending out good vibes that they don't figure it out because mm-hmm. my strawberries, I think I fucking figured them out. Ooh. Um, so I have June-bearing strawberries. I think that's what they're called, June-bearing. Um, and I had them in a pot, and they were not thriving. So, Shira, mm-hmm. they were like... Yuck, we hate this pot. This sucks. This is not how we grow. Plus, closer to the sun. This, mm-hmm. We're going to die. Promise. And then I dug them up, repotted them in a strawberry pot, which is, like, open on the top. And then there's things on the sides for them to, like, uh, hang over because I mm-hmm. love to hang. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really love the sun. They, like, reach for the sun. It's really cool. Um, and then I thought I fucked them up because they were like, we're going to grow incorrectly. Uh, we're not going to be tasty. You won't be able to eat us. Ah! But then started watering them, talking to them, saying, hey, listen, grow for me. Now they're growing. Yay! And I've been serving, strawberry whisperer. Yes, and I've been serving them to people one at a time. They're about <laughs> this big. Oh, uh, they're so, so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> so I cut them up very tiny, and I get, I'm like, here's, here's the smallest slice you'll ever have. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's been, wow. And then I, I planted cantaloupes, uh, watermelons, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really excited about those. We planted a, a garlic at a time a and garlic a little garlic bro there's like if it, you can plant part of a piece of garlic mm-hmm. in the ground and mm-hmm. it'll start growing 
and it'll grow a whole other bulb. Did, it, has it grown into a bulb? I don't think so yet, but green is coming out of the top, so that's good. Wow, look at you. Mm-hmm. The farmer, Sashir. <laughs> Welcome to farming. Farm life is a good life. Yeah, I want to try. It's intimidating, but I do want to try. Here's a fun trick. What are you trying to grow? Mm. Mm. Spinach? Buy a spinach plant. Like a plantling. It's already like, they already grew it for you. All you have to do is water it and fertilize it. Oh. All right. That's Great. my farm. I'm a little bit of a cheater. I do not, uh, I think it's called germinate seeds. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. That's, that seems advanced. That's work. That's like you got to get paper towels and keep them damp and like spray them with water and keep them in the dark or whatever. And then have like mm-hmm. a light. I'm not a plant scientist. No. And we a, don't expect you to be. Yeah. I'm not a botanist. Mm-hmm. Getting into the boohoo nanny. Boo-nanny. Boo-nanny. Botany? Botany? Yeah. Listen. nanny yeah, I'm not getting into the boot nanny. <laughs> Listen, words are hard. Wait, when do you leave for two months? Um, well, ideally after our trip that we're going to plan soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to the Keys? Yeah. Hell yeah, Lord dude. Keys. I've yeah. never been to the Keys, dude. Where I are they at? Either. At the bottom? Yes. Yes. And what are the keys? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I know nothing about the Florida Keys. I I, I really don't either. Wait, Kimmy on the keys. <laughs> Can Ooh. you look up the Florida keys? <laughs> you would know. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, the Bahamas is right there. Whoa. Oh my God. Who knew? <laughs> I had no idea that Florida had little islands. Little speckles coming off the bottom. What the? Did everybody fucking know this? <laughs> I mean, everybody? I knew that it was a place to go. But Wait, is Key Largo where Mar-a-Lago is? Mm. Oh. That's not in the Keys. That's not in the Keys, no. It's near West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. Kimmy, correct me, but isn't Key Lime Pie from... from- Key West is keys. Yeah, okay. Key Lime Pie, the movie Flipper, and the movie True Lies all take place in the Keys. Wow. We gotta go talk to some dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to talk to a dolphin. I just love dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins are very smart. Remember when we got on that boat and that man was like, make noise at the dolphins and they'll do tricks for you. And everyone was dead ass silent. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and then they did tricks for me and then yes. everyone else started making noise and I was like get off my train this I mean is- no one was having nearly as much, much fun as you were <laughs> <laughs> I mean just a roller coaster of emotions just like screaming uh-huh. Uh-huh. laughing crying uh-huh. <laughs> I did I cried on that boat uh, listen of happiness I am usually the person having the most fun everywhere I am this is true. Because I feel like people don't, like, allow themselves to have fun. Yeah, this is also true. I feel like people are, like, a little reserved. And I was like, I'm not being... Re- I, I love this boat. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this boat. I love it. I love it. I just love boats. Same. God. It was fun. 
we gotta get on a boat. We oh, when we go boat. to uh, the Florida Keys, we'll get on a boat. We'll get on a boat in the Keys. Yeah, they definitely have boats. It's a, it's a fucking island. Wait, Wait how do you fly there? Is there a, key, a Florida Key airport? I haven't even gotten that far. Me looking, looking anything up. <laughs> I can from the land. What? You can drive from the land. There's, there's, um, oh, let me show you. You it's can connected. drive to the islands from the land? Yeah, look, there's roads. Oh, it is oh. connected. The whole thing has a road. Damn. Oh, how wild. That is wild. Oh, just a bunch of bridges. Well, what that takes to drive that thing? I don't know. Give me on the keys. How about you Google? How about you Google? What how, about, r- how about you Google? How rude. Can you please Google for us? Also, have hmm. you heard of Ecosia? I've heard of E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> what is Ecosia? Ecosia is, um, it's like Google. It's a search engine. But oh. they plant a tree every time you, you look for something. Then nobody knows about this. How many trees can you plant? Where are they at? Every they have like a whole... You- I mean, I don't think it's literally every time. I think oh. it's how it started, but they they have a video explaining the process. But mm-hmm. I think it's something like every search you make starts the process of planting a tree or something like that. Oh. Yeah. So that's what I've been that doing instead nice. of Google. Oh. Ecosia. It's supposed to be more secure. So you go to ecosia.com? I do. Mm, okay. I was truly just about to Google Akosha to get to Akosha.com, and I was like, oh, boy. You're really dependent on Google. I know. That's what, like, um, I kind of started using it after that. Now I can't remember what it was called. It was, like, social something. that It was, like, a... The Netflix documentary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, talking about how, like, sites will remember what you're looking for mm-hmm. and use it for other things and stuff like that. And so I was trying to look for an alternate Google. And then some of them just, like, look bad. Like, they're not, like, appealing to the eyes. And I was like, I don't want to look at this. <laughs> but Ecosia does look similar enough to Google. Are they paying like, you? I know, right? It does seem it that said, way, doesn't it? It seems like a, an ad for Ecosia. <laughs> I wish they were. <laughs> Ecosia is aesthetically pleasing to the eye. They do not hold your information. Also, Ecosia, if you use it, plants a tree every time you Ecosia. Well, I'm just trying to encourage you to do that instead of Google. Okay, I'm going to go to Ecosia right now. <laughs> they should pay me after this. Okay. E- E-C-O-S-I-A. S-I-A. Ecosia. Wait. Yeah, okay. I definitely just Googled it. I'm so used to Googling. Oh. Oh, wow. They planted a lot of trees. Oh, and it's in real time. A little counter. Okay. What am I going to look up? Um, What were we looking up? Oh, how did how long does it take to drive to drive the keys? Okay. How long does it take to drive the keys? I'm really terrible. Oh my god, terrible at texting. Oh, I know. Oh, two hours. That's not bad. That's not bad. Two hours and four minutes. Well, well, well. Wow. Oh, well, this also says four hours. This one says three. Listen. (laughs) These are all different. Anywhere from two to four hours. It's three and a half hours from Miami to the very last key. 
but from the first key to the last key, it's two hours. Oh. So that's why I'm seeing right. different numbers. I okay. see, I see, I see. Nice. Well, this is exciting. I can't wait to go to the Florida Keys. Yes. Uh, I found a place, um, like a, a hotel that had like cute bungalows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was like one date within our, our time frame that they were like, but you can't be here. And I was like, why just that one date? Huh. They're like, no, you just can't be here. Maybe, no, that doesn't make sense. I was like, maybe someone rented it out for our wedding. You well, should call and see why. Yeah, I will. You should be like, hey, we're just three three little blacks. Let us in. <laughs> knock, knock. Let us stay. <laughs> and tell them we're cute, too. Don't you want some cute little blacks in your yeah, hotel? Yeah. Cute little blacks. You can put your little bikinis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll call. Okay, sick. Um, I've decided that I think I'm going to start, like, waking up early and going to sleep early. Holy shit. Yeah. I, Holy shit. It seems like people who do that get more stuff done during the day. Yeah, I've done that before, and I concur. You yeah. Do, you do get stuff done. Like, I woke up pretty early today. Because mm. I had to go get a COVID test. I mean, not that early, I was supposed to be there at 11. You know I got there at 11.15. The lady said, did you have a hard time finding the place? I said, no, ma'am. I'm just no, a late, super easy. I I'm just, a late person. Like, yeah. It was CBS Radford. I was like, I know exactly where this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, on the way home, I was like, oh, my God. I have, like, time to go get my medicine. But then I got on the wrong highway because I hadn't taken my medicine. Damn. And then... <laughs> <laughs> got confused and ended up at home. <laughs> oh, no. It's always like a cycle. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I got to wake up early and take my ADT medicine. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was really awful. I, like, was driving and I was like, ooh, get on the 101, not the 134. And I was like, doop doop And I was like, oh, no, this is a 134. And I was like, surely it'll, it'll hit the 101. I was like, oh, no, I got on it too late. And then I was like... Okay, if you get off on the five, you can uh, you can just get off at Los Feliz, like and just whatever. And then uh, that that entrance was closed, and I was like, oh no! So then I was like, in I don't know, I was like by the Home Depot on San Fernando Road, and I was like, well, I don't know where I am. And then I was like, wait, no, I do know where I am. I'll mm-hmm. get back on the five, and then I got on the five, and I was like, okay, so then you just go to Walgreens, and then I was at home, and I was like, well, I think I better pull into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and then what I was like, I gotta, I gotta go find my medicine and take it. Yeah. It's Dang. tough. It's tough in these streets. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, at least you got home. At least I got home, at the very least. Yeah. Uh, I told you I took that dyslexia test and it said yes. I might have dyslexia. Yes. She is making discoveries. Yes. You know, you hit the ripe old age of 62 and you discover all the things about you that'll make your the end of your life slightly better to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you were saying that um, Comic Sans is better for people with dyslexia mm-hmm. and that you love Comic Sans. I love Comic Sans. We just didn't I... put together that maybe you <laughs> love it so much because it's so easy to read. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well. I used to hand in papers in Comic Sans, and I'd be like, this has to be in Times New Roman. I was like, but how will I read it? I can't read Times New Roman. Oh, maybe it's... I was going to say, I wonder why there had to be a standard, like, all papers are written like this in this font, because, like, why not just choose your own font? But then I realized sometimes 
it changes the page count. Like some mm-hmm. some fonts are bigger than others. And it's like you're trying to hit 10 pages. <laughs> just you just change the font. Uh-huh. Well, when I use Times New Roman, it has to be double spaced. Otherwise, it's really it's tough. And then 12 point, I'm like, that's so small. That's really why do we do this? Mm-hmm. 14, 16 is reasonable. <laughs> uh-huh. That's uh, what I 12 is too small. You don't think 12 is too small? 12 is pretty small, yeah. Okay. Although sometimes I look at your phone and I'm like, damn, like your font is so big. It used to be bigger and then people kept making fun of me. <laughs> so now it's like slightly smaller, but still big enough to be made fun of, but like not at the rate that I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so, it was like truly like two words per. <laughs> it was like taking forever to read an article. <laughs> just be scrolling forever. Well, I just, it was nice because I, I don't feel like be in my phone. I can like hold it far away. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> Golly. Oh, boy. <laughs> Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic, Health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's 
T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. Should we answer questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's answer the questions of the world. Do you want me to read this? I can read this. Okay. Hi, Nicole, Sashir, Jordan, and Kimmy on the Keys. This isn't a question. This is a thank you note. My best friend passed away last week at 36, leaving behind three young children. It's a heartbreaking and devastating loss. I had a four-hour drive to their funeral, and I listened to past episodes of Best Friends the entire way there. I've loved your podcast since it started, and it's helping me through a really difficult time. Your conversations remind me so much of us, especially the uncontrollable giggling. Keep up the good work and continue to advocate for full (laughs) body watching. (laughs) I mean, it's truly insane that people don't wash their legs. (laughs) It's so nuts. And then I learned that people don't wash the whole plate. What? They don't wash the bottom of the plate because they're like, food doesn't go on that. But I'm like, if you stack it, it's going on on the top of the other plate. Yes. Oh, no. People be oh, out here oh. nasty. Nasty. Well, thank you for your thank you note. Yes, thank you for your <laughs> thank you note. It was very kind. <laughs> hey, I'm glad this I'm glad this could help. I appreciate that. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Sashir. Um, love your podcast. Listen to it every week. You guys are super funny. I had a question about dealing with a friend I have to see in person again, even though we're not on the best of terms. So over the past couple of months, I felt pretty ignored by her. I would send her texts. I would call her, post on her social media, and really felt like she was pulling back. So my instinct was to then kind of like also pull back. But then I found out recently that my boyfriend said he had been talking to her quite a bit. Now, like, he showed me their texts, so, like, there wasn't anything flirty coming from his end. But on her end, she was being super flirty. She was reaching out to my boyfriend all the time, sending him, like, memes and stuff, but, like, very much ignoring me. And I got pretty mad and called her out on her behavior, and she basically made a bunch of excuses, including um, saying, he's like my gay best friend, but my boyfriend is a straight man, and my friend is a straight woman. So, like, that's kind of a weird thing to say. And, like... I just don't know how to deal with seeing her in a month because I've like called her up and I've tried to patch things over, but she just made a lot of weird excuses. And since we kind of like made up, she's been overcompensating and texting me a lot. And it feels very disingenuine because when we try to have conversations, it doesn't really feel like she's putting any effort into it. It feels like she's just doing it to like, you know, make up for what she did or look better. And like my boyfriend's not in contact with her anymore. Like he stopped talking to her because he knew that it made me uncomfortable so when I have to see this person in a month around mutual friends, how should I act? Because I have a feeling she's going to overcompensate again. And I don't want to be a jerk, but I don't want to, like, you know, she said she's going to, like, run towards me and hug me. And I don't really feel like hugging this person. Like, this person has made me feel, like, very rejected and very uncomfortable. So, like, just some advice on how to deal with people in a very polite and respectful way when you're not really their friend anymore. Okay, thanks for your guys' help. Have a good one. Oof. Oof. That's tough. Yeah. Because mm. it does suck to like, and it does suck energy out of you when you were pretending or like putting a show on because you're like, we had our differences and we didn't really make up yet. You want to be my best friend again. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder 
why our caller is even trying trying to like not that they can't be friends, but mm-hmm. like does she have to meet her up, like meet up with her? Like can can it just be like I don't know. She's meeting her with mutual friends. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, thank God. At least it's yeah. like there's other people there and not just like the two of them mm-hmm. hashing it out. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Use other people as a buffer. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to. You can be civil. Yeah. But that is a weird. It's weird. And if, if it seems it sounds like this person, this friend is um fake. <laughs> Like, they, mm-hmm. like if they're overcompensating, being just like cheery and nice, but also like going behind your back and like flirting with your boyfriend and not talking to you. Yeah. I can't imagine that anything like any real conversations are going to happen mm-hmm. in person or at least not in this group scenario. So I think maybe just like you have a good time with your friends mm-hmm. and try not to think about this other person. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, she also, our caller also said that this woman said she was going to, like, run up and hug her. And she's mm-hmm. like, and I don't feel like hugging this person. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, you could just use the catch-all, like, COVID, don't really feel like hugging. But yeah. then you kind of have to, like, keep that up <laughs> with everyone yeah, who would be insane. They, you can't hug anybody else. It's so like, you, you're COVID, and I you are cannot COVID. hug you. <laughs> Um, Kimmy, do you have any advice? I think this is tough. I think it is. I think it's tough. I think, I think it's okay to be civil, especially you don't want to have the whole day be about this person. Mm -hmm. You want to be with your mutual friends who I'm assuming you probably haven't seen much. Mm -hmm. So I think you can be polite. You don't have to give much. If that person hugs you, hug and pull away. You don't have to ask questions. You don't have to linger. You can be polite enough where it doesn't cause a fuss. So it doesn't drain from you. But also, you don't have to engage. You don't know them any questions. You can just mm-hmm. say, oh, nice, lovely, nice to see you and just move on. You don't have yeah. to focus. And mm-hmm. if they really pester you at some point, be like, you know, it's been a hard year. We haven't gotten to talk very much. And I don't know if today is the day to do it. So totally. That's, that's really great. classy, Kimmy. That's so Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, what so. a swerve. I don't know if today yes. is the day to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that, too. And maybe there is a time where you guys actually will talk it out, but it sounds like mm-hmm. this person does not want to address it at all or like just does not want to really <laughs> engage and own up to their bad behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is a wild thing. Like if I was texting your man a lot of memes and stuff and you were like, hey, this is starting to make me feel uncomfortable, I wouldn't be like, oh, he's my gay, but I would pull, I would go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. realize. And I yeah. would I would adjust my behavior, but to like then say, oh, your boyfriend who's a straight male is like my gay best friend is a weird way to put it. She could have just been it's, like, he's like a brother. Yeah. Also, like you're dating a gay who you're dating yeah. someone who I consider to be gay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird uh it's a weird justification for this behavior. Yeah, this this person seems how you say shady. Definitely shady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can be civil in Mm -hmm. in person, and if you, but also there may not be a need to actually dig into. Yeah, I think being cordial, and then if they're like you're being distant, I think that's a great. Like I, I, it's nice to see you, but I don't think today's the day to talk about it. I think that's great, Kimmy. Good, 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 Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy. (laughs) 
Thank you so much. You're welcome. Let's get another. Let's get another. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. My name is... We won't say your name. And I'm writing because it feels like my friends are ignoring me. Me and my friends ride the bus and they kind of stop talking to me when I say something. They reply with something like, okay, and turn away. Oh, no. It also feels like they're pressuring me to be a part of the LGBTQ plus community because all of them are non-binary, lesbian, or A. Uh, I think I'm a part of it as transgender, but I don't know. I think I'm a part of it as transgender, but I don't know. Well, yes, that's what the T stands for. Well, she doesn't know yet. Oh, or this person. Oh, know. oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, if you, <laughs> I was like, well, that's a T. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The part they don't know about is themselves. Like, yes, they are I still figuring it out. <laughs> if you could give me some advice on uh, on what to do, that would be great. P.S. Keep up the great work. Big all heart. Um, yeah. yeah, isn't that kind of like interesting how far we've come that peer pressure is now to like <laughs> pressure, pressuring people uh-huh. into like opening up other sexuality mm-hmm. where before it was like pressuring people to stay in the closet, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like, hey, progress, but also no bueno on yeah, the pressure. No bueno, let's not pressure people to do anything they're not ready to do. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know if like on the bus is a, uh, a time to address that you feel like you're being ignored because I feel like there's other people around and mm-hmm. that might compound the issue. But I think maybe when it's just you and your friends and someone is like, okay, and turns away, you can be like, hey, um, did you, so nobody had an opinion? Oh, I don't know. I tend to make things into a joke and not everybody is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because me personally, I'd be like, wait a minute. Nobody liked that opinion. We got to talk about why nobody liked it. Yeah. But that's not always a great thing to default to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess if, if you guys are close, I feel like... I mean, but then again, I, I, I love being upfront, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, But also not everyone loves that. So I don't know. And especially if you're young and don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. it it can be hard to be like hey i feel like you guys are being distant and then you know they can just be like you're being weird you're <laughs> like <laughs> yeah um but i think it's okay to say like maybe if you guys are like also i guess we need more information is it like five people ten people three people mm-hmm. um because if it's three people i think it's easier to be like hey guys you, it seems like you're being a little distant can we talk about it and mm-hmm. I actually I think that's an okay thing to do. Yeah. You guys I seem a little so. distant. Um I feel like you guys are being a little distant. Is um is everything okay with us? Are we all cool? Yeah. And I wonder if there's is there one friend in the group that you're maybe closer with than mm-hmm. the rest? And could you maybe gauge that their brain and be like, hey, have you noticed this? I feel mm-hmm. like you know, people are turning around when I'm talking and uh, you know, not doing that to anybody else. Do you do you see this or mm-hmm. you know see what? And maybe they'll be like, "Here's the scoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're jealous of you. you know, whatever." Or like, or or it's nothing. There's they're in a weird mood or something. Mm-hmm. But and also the way you identify is your business, and mm-hmm. you can take it as slow or as fast as you want. And yeah, you shouldn't have to feel pressure about disclosing information that you don't feel comfortable about yet. Um, so. Truly, just, you know, keep that with you. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to tell anyone anything you don't want to. Exactly. I love that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I hope it works out. Me or too. maybe you'll find another group of friends who are yeah. actually going <laughs> to listen to you mm-hmm. and, and have fun with you on, on the bus and, and everywhere else. Yeah, you seem young. And I think when you're young, you think friendships are finite. And like, mm-hmm. this is your group. This is your crew. You're going to be friends till the end. Best friends forever. And sometimes you change groups. Like in high school, yeah. I was friends with one group of girls and then started doing drama. And then mm-hmm. those people became more, more of my friends. I was still friends with the same group of girls. We just hung out less. Yeah. And I wasn't as close to them. Uh, so yeah, and like shit, shit moves around and it's okay. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Life is long and you're gonna make a lot of different friends. Yeah, life is so fucking long. <laughs> boy, like, oh boy. When will it end? My Truly. Goodness. <laughs> Truly. When? When? Sometimes a plane will fly low near my house. I'm like, is this it? And it never is. <laughs> hey, Nicole. Hey, Sashir. Um, I've been a long time fan for some caller. Um, Nicole, I love you since selling salads. <laughs> and wow. uh, Sashir, I love you since SNL. Um, and I just want to like thank you guys for um, like staying positive throughout the pandemic and everything. Um, my question is, um, I'm currently divorcing my wife of like six years and um, we have like the same mutual friend. And I was just like trying to navigate how it, how to like be friends with the same people while still like retaining our boundaries. And I was wondering if you guys had um, any, like, any insight on that. But yeah, um, I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys are having a good uh, 2021. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, I think it's, I think it's okay to like reach out to friends to to hang out with just you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the boundary is your you know soon to be ex wife won't be along with you. And yeah. your ex-wife is going to have to reach out to hang out with people. It's just going to be, yeah, like, I, I think that's fine. Yeah, there's probably going to be an awkward period where people mm-hmm. are going to be like, I'm throwing a party. Do I invite both of them? Mm-hmm. Is, is that going to be weird? Or, you know, and and, the, and it just will be that. Mm-hmm. But eventually it won't be that. And then hopefully there can be group hangouts, mm-hmm. not like dinners, but, you know, like just like a party or something where... Maybe you guys can be in the same room, but it doesn't phase you. Um, and it also, like, as I think as long as you guys aren't, like, keeping tags on who's hanging out with who, mm-hmm. like, without them, it, should, it shouldn't matter. You should definitely keep hanging out with your friends. Mm-hmm. And, and then your wife, your ex-wife can hang out with your friends separately. Yeah. And also, if you are on good terms with your ex-wife, I think it might be a nice thing that if you are invited to a dinner party or a party and you're not sure if they're invited to just be like, hey, I don't know if you're invited to this party, but I will be there. Yeah. Uh, just like cute little heads up. That's aw- that's and, an awesome idea. And I think it might be beneficial to like have that conversation with your ex-wife to be like, is this something you would want from me? Would you want me mm-hmm. to like let you know if I'm going to be at something with mutual friends? And then you can vice versa let me know. Um, and then yeah. it might give you insight to be like, oh, our friends plan different things with each of us. Like if you aren't invited to the same thing, uh, mm-hmm. and then you like really won't have to worry about running into each other. But I do think it's nice to talk if you are on good terms about 
how to navigate being in the same social situations. Yeah, because you don't want to have to have anxiety before you go to a thing and be like, is she going to be there? Mm-hmm. Or is Can I bring my new person? Mm-hmm. Like, all that kind of stuff. Just, yeah, if you're upfront about it before it even happens, hopefully it won't be as awkward. And maybe you can talk to your friends, too, and be like, hey, I don't mind you guys hanging out. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, get it all out there. Like, if you want to keep hanging out, I understand you guys are friends. Like, I won't feel weird. I mean, unless you do feel weird, but <laughs> yeah. ideally, hopefully you don't feel weird about them still hanging out with your ex and... Uh, hopefully your ex won't feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's why when I get into a relationship, we're not sharing any fucking friends. <laughs> we're all going to so have we'll separate never bank have this accounts. Problem. We're never going to intertwine <laughs> our lives. I can leave them at any moment. Any fucking moment. I'll drop your ass. You'll be cut clean out of my life. Nothing's in our twine. No one's even going to know you weren't there. <laughs> to the point where everyone's going to be like, no, Nicole never had a boyfriend. He was fully imaginary. <laughs> Not even there. Kimmy, do you have any advice about this? Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing I'd add is having maybe an upfront conversation, which I think you guys said this, an upfront conversation with the friends as well and being like, hey, so as we're transitioning, feel free to be like, check in with me and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you what my boundaries are. Feel free to be like, hey, we're having a party. We want to invite both of you and I'll tell you if I can't do it or I'll tell you if I can. Just basically letting your friends know that you can have boundaries and so they can do what they were always going to do. And if they don't mind just letting you know while you figure it out, Mm -hmm. it should be fine. I love this. I love, I love communication. Mm-hmm. Communication mm-hmm. is good. Communication <laughs> is good. Well, well, if you want to communicate with us, that's a good segue. <laughs> that was a great segue. One of the greatest in the history of time. You wow. can email us at wow. Nicole and mm-hmm. gmail.com mm-hmm. or call or text us at 424 645 or if you like clothing, guess what? We have merch at oh. podswag.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, um, we have like pins and stuff. It's not just clothing. Mm-hmm. It's merch. It's slash yeah. best friends. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not the website. It is podswag.com slash best friends. Imagine someone's like, oh, no, I, I got to Well, I have to like keep rewinding. Oh, I got to get the whole website in. <laughs> Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for us today. Signing off. Good evening. Good night. <laughs> Toodaloo, bitches. Toodaloo, bitches. <laughs>
you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.